0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Say so You Want To Be A Vet, the podcast series where we bring you honest and open discussions about life as a veterinary student and share the inspiring and motivating experiences of vets from all across the industry, from their vet school journey, and beyond. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can follow us on social media at So You Want To Be A Vet, where we will be sharing behind the scenes clips doing live q and and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel with the same name, where we upload regular videos such as CV and personal statement writing tutorials, interview skills, and so much more that will help you build a strong application to vet school.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of So You Want To Be A Vet. Today we have another episode in our little mini series where we're talking to people from different universities, people from different university years and sort of getting their insider information, their inside knowledge on what it's like to be at that uni and also what it's like in that specific year. So for any of you perhaps who haven't managed to talk to uni students yet, it's a really great episode for you guys to learn all about the different universities and the different uni years as well. So, today we are really lucky to be joined by a Bristol student, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you now. Hi, guys,
2: I'm Parisha, I'm a second year VET student at the University of Bristol. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this.
1: Amazing. We're really looking forward to having you. I know that when I was applying, I, I loved the look of Bristol, I thought it was so cool. So, perhaps let's start there. What made you choose Bristol in the first place? Why did you want to go to Bristol? Well, so
2: the open day, it was chucking it down with rain. So that wasn't a great first impression, um, but it was mainly the spiral teaching approach that they use. So in first year, they have like the basic, well, not it's not basic, but um, anatomy and physiology. And then they sort of expand on that in second year and then it gets more clinical in third and fourth year. So that's what really drew me to Bristol, some sort of spiral teaching.
3: Nice. I was also very keen on Bristol. It's definitely a very popular vet school. So how are you finding second year Like, are you enjoying it so far? How are you finding this first term?
2: It's definitely a step up from first year, I'd say. It's quite a lot of content. The content itself, I wouldn't say it's harder than first year. I'd say it's just a lot more. But there's some really interesting topics that we're covering now. So we're doing neuroanatomy at the minute, which I'm really enjoying. We just finished musculoskeletal. That was actually a lot of stress. Like The hind limb is so much more complicated than, than it looks. Um, but yeah, say so it's a big step up from first year, but if you're on top of it, then it's all good.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's the same RVC to be honest. I think it's the same then going into third year. Like I feel like each time you sort of go into a new year, it always feels like a step up. It's always like, Oh well, okay, I thought it was hard already and now it's got harder. But I feel like it's also sort of proportional to like what you've already learned. So like when you're doing your A levels they feel like the hardest thing in the world and the hardest thing you could ever do. And then you get to vet school, it's like, wow, step up. And it sort of just keeps happening, but you sort of always, you, like you've got then a whole another year's worth of knowledge. So you're just sort of just build on it. It's, it's got harder, but you've also done already harder stuff than what you thought you couldn't do before. So it sort of just builds on it. And I also, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I start a new uni year, I'm like, wow, I forgot how to study. Like, I've had the whole time off over summer. I've potentially been on some placements, but like not actually sort of used my brain other than, oh, what am I doing with this cow or something? And I have to get back and go into uni and study. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like first term is one of the hardest because you're sort of settling back into your routine a bit and you're sort of really getting back to grips with uni and what it's actually like being at uni. Definitely tricky, but manageable at the same time. I think but that's something you've got to be prepared for for vet school. It's going to be hard. Don't come into it thinking it's easy, but also don't come into it thinking it's going to be absolutely impossible because it's not impossible. It just takes a lot of work. So Parisha, you mentioned that at Bristol, you have a spiral curriculum. Um, how does it work with like your sort of animal handling, your practicals and things like that? How much sort of like non-lecture based teaching do you actually have?
2: Yeah, so we have quite a bit actually. So we've got Four modules, I believe. Three modules in first year. First on animal management. That one's the one where we sort of go to uh, the other campus and sort of uh, have animal handling practicals and things like that. I'd say there's about 10 in the year. It's all spread out randomly, but um, you do get the opportunity to sort of handle animals quite a bit. And then we have anatomy practicals. I really enjoy those. I think those are my favourite. That's two hours a week. And that's sort of as well as uh, lectures that you have throughout the week and online material as well. So it does really help consolidate everything.
3: Speaking about online material, you, might, you must have experienced this sort of COVID year of everything being online. How did you find that? Do you have any sort of tips? Because I know some unis are still keeping some things online. So do you have any tips for people listening that might have to do some online lectures? Because I know personally, I really struggle to do online lectures. I much prefer being there in person. But then some people I know will always just do them online.
2: Yeah I mean so Bristol has now got a blended learning approach so you can either go in or watch a lecture from home. I like doing both I'm not gonna lie it's like nice to see friends but also the comfort of my own home is quite nice so but in my first first year so I'm actually a retake student so I retook my first year and I found it really difficult in my first first year because there was no library sort of open, it was lockdown rules, it was really hard to socialise and yeah it wasn't great so I'd say if you have a group of friends you can go to lectures with, it's always nice, but at the same time, being able to pause and
1: sort of play lectures is really helpful as well. I think what's really good about how the unis are going now is that they are giving you this sort of blended learning approaches that you can then choose. So if for example, you know, you've got some meetings in the day and all you've got is lectures, you can decide to stay at home that day and watch the lectures and do them from home. And you can sort of then do your meetings uninterrupted and not have to stress about them. And, you know, you've still been able to then do uni as well. So I definitely think it is useful that they sort of are, you know, being a bit more flexible and giving people that option. And I also think it's a lot better set up because I know, like, as Verity said, there are some people that really don't like lectures in person. And I do sort of sometimes get where they're coming from. Like it can be hard to stay focused for that length of time, especially if it's not your favourite topic or perhaps not your favourite lecturer it can sometimes be hard to focus. And if you know that you're not going to focus in it, you might as well do it from home and sort of save yourself the time and having to like re-go over things. But yeah, it can, I think the online side of it can be tricky too. Like as prisha mentioned, I mean, yeah, like the first year in COVID was just, it was so hard. Like there was just, you just didn't know anybody other than like the people in your like immediate flat. And it was so hard not having any sort of interactions or like any uni interactions at all. And like, even having said that, the the vet course was lucky. We, I mean, I'm speaking for RBC, but we got to go in like once a week for a practical. Some courses didn't even get that. So it was definitely a really hard time. So you mentioned, Prisha, that you um, retook first year. How did you sort of feel about that at the time? Was it something that you sort of struggled to cope with? How did you sort of reassure yourself that, you know, it was fine and, you know, that didn't matter and that everything would be fine? I think what's
2: important to remember is it's a five-year course so in my head six years one one extra year wasn't a lot more and I think it was like a bit of like a bit of a shock at the time but it's really helped me now in second year because I see my friends like struggling with some stuff that we covered in first year but because I've done it twice now it's like a bit easier for me yeah I mean I feel like it's it wasn't that much of a big deal as it sounds like retaking your first year it sounds like such a massive deal but if you just take it um, step by step then it's all good
3: yeah definitely I have some friends who've had to resit a year and it's really interesting like talking to people and sort of seeing how they like coped with it because for some people it sounds like the worst thing in the world but when you actually sort of like look at the big picture it's really nothing like it's one year we're on a five-year degree anyway like in the grand scheme of things it's so much better to like have that solid foundation of learning instead of sort of like barely scraping it and then going in like not really knowing what you're doing so I just want to talk about like people who might be going through something similar or are really worried about it and are like sort of prematurely like beating themselves up not doing as well as they'd hoped or wanted so why do you think it's so important to have this like positive self-talk and how did you sort of cope with it were you always like this is fine it's okay from the start or at the start were you like oh my god Uh, this is the worst thing in the world like how did you sort of manage it?
2: So during the exam season that I failed it was a lot of stress I'm not gonna lie it was quite a bit of stress and after each exam I was like oh no I'm just gonna have to retake my whole year now and it did take quite a bit of time to adapt to that sort of like mentality that okay I'm gonna retake but once you actually because if you think about it in the grand scheme of things you're still going to be a vet whether you retake or not you're still going to get a degree by the end of it so just look at the bigger picture I'd say My biggest downfall I think and the reason why I failed is because I was so unorganised so I'd say organise yourself a little bit more and take things step by step rather than try and cram everything in last minute.
1: Yeah definitely I think there's too much content in the VET course to be able to cram and I think a lot of people will do very well with GCSEs and A levels cramming at the sort of not necessarily last minute but that is an effective method for them and whilst I'm sure there are some people that that works for in the vet course I think it is a lot harder to make that an effective sort of revision technique and I also just think it makes it really stressful like I know that if I'm getting closer to a deadline or an exam or something and I'm like oh I'm just gonna have to spend hours and hours on it and because I've not started soon enough I'm like I just get stressed so it's really useful that you was able to sort of identify as like your sort of the point where things weren't going quite so well and you was able to sort of change that and turn that around and then you had a successful first year the second time around and I think that's what it all goes towards at the end of the day isn't it as long as you're sort of recognizing where things aren't going quite as well I think it's useful even for people that do pass year and stuff like don't get complacent with sort of how you're doing like there's always ways that we can all improve nobody's ever going to be perfect and like nobody expects you to be perfect But I think something that is expected of you within the vet profession is to always be looking at yourself and how you're performing and what you're doing and try and identify areas where you can work on it. It doesn't mean it has to be like absolutely crazy, fast improvements, but sometimes really, really tiny little things make a really big difference and have a really big impact. Yeah, for anybody that might potentially be retaking A-levels or anything like that, like... It doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world. And even though it might feel like the end of the world at the time, it really isn't. Like one year out of your life is literally nothing, especially on such a long degree, especially when we all have so long to work anyway. We have so long to work and be part of the profession. I don't think it's a bad thing at all to be a student for an extra year. So I just want to add two more things to that.
2: So the first thing is, I think it's really important not to compare yourself to other students as well. Like whether you whether you pass or fail your example, you're retaken or not. It's so easy to say, oh, that person knows everything in this lecture and I know nothing. All it takes is one hour revising and you're on the same level as them. So try not to compare yourself too much. And the second thing i like to add is retaking was probably the best thing that happened to me, to be fair, because, you know, you get the social aspect of meeting new people and, again, consolidating everything that you've previously done as well. So it's not all bad.
1: Definitely. And I think like it's just a really key point of like, look on the bright side of situations like, The worst situations and maybe not quite the worst situation ever, but most bad situations that you'll find yourselves in, there will be a silver lining and there'll be some sort of positive. It might take you to find it. It might take you a while to see it. That's okay. I think a lot of situations you need to sort of feel upset and process all those negative emotions first. It's not necessarily a bad thing just because that's how you feel at the start. And when you look back on things, I guarantee you, you'll be glad that it worked out that way in the first place. So was there any sort of additional support and guidance from Bristol whilst you was retaking or like when you were sort of talking about retaking and things like that was were they sort of they put anything in place to to help you out? So my personal tutor was pretty decent and we had meetings as well
2: with a senior tutor actually so my personal tutor's boss basically which a sort of set out a plan and figure out why I failed and how I'm going to do better in, in the next year. For me personally i I just sort of like getting on with it so I just sort of did my own thing and just put my head down and just went for it.
3: I just wanted to add as well that not to like scare people but at uni you probably will fail something, reset something like that's really not uncommon especially at vet school like it's such a hard degree that it's nothing to be like scared of or ashamed of like it's so so common in your year group so don't go into vet school with the same A-level mindset where you're like getting 98% is normal, no. like that you'll burn out so yeah I just wanted to add that in that um things happen life moves on and you end up a vet anyway and probably a better one so (laughs) yeah so I wanted to ask if you had any advice for people going into second year or about to go into second year in September or even people that may retake a year I know you mentioned organization but if you have any advice basically
2: yeah I think organization number one on top of it once you get behind it it's so difficult to catch up it's just too much and yeah making your friends it's okay if in the first few months you don't it's like perfectly fine you will find your people though trust me and yeah just use them not in not in a weird way but you know just use them we had a lot of group study sessions and things and I think I wouldn't have been able to pass without without those so uh, get together and yeah have some group study sessions as well as solo ones it depends what kind of a worker you are to be honest for me I like a bit of both especially during exam season, it's quite nice to sort of get together um, and have like little quizzes and things that like you make with each other.
1: I think that's really good advice. And I think at the end of the day, everybody finds what works for them. And, you know, sometimes that might take a bit longer than others. Some people might settle into some things quicker than others, but there's always going to be something that you actually settle in quicker than somebody else. You might think, oh, you know, Parisha said earlier, don't compare yourself to others. It's amazing advice. And it is also quite hard to take. But I want you guys to remember that, you know, you sitting there comparing yourself to somebody else, there's going to be someone else that's comparing themselves to you and thinking, oh, they're so much better at this than I am. And, you know, it's all sort of like relative. You just don't see it when it's yourself. So I think just going to uni with like an open mind and, you know, not being too hard on yourself if you find things hard, you know, just sort of going with the flow and seeing what happens, seeing what works for you. You'll you'll settle in and you'll find what works for you. And it's all just sort of part of the process. So, Parisha, to wrap it up really nicely, have you got three top reasons of why people should choose Bristol Uni?
2: The anatomy classes are amazing, lecturers are legends, number one. Number two, it's such a beautiful city. Like if you look at Google, just, just Google right now, Bristol uh, city centre, Bristol suspension bridge, all of that. It is such a beautiful city. There's student life here and also sort of parks and everything. So, best of both worlds and third reason i say the spiral teaching approach is really good so building on first year knowledge and then going into second year with that knowledge and just expanding on all of that is really fun
3: thank you bristol is a really gorgeous city i don't live too far from there and i do love it it definitely was up there for me for vet school so thank you parisha for coming on i've really enjoyed talking to you and meeting you and it's nice to talk to a fellow second year as times are hard Um, but we're getting through so thank you for coming on our podcast I hope everybody listening has enjoyed this episode and feels like they know a little bit more about Bristol and a little bit more about second year and a bit less scared about going into vet school so thank you for listening and catch us on future episodes
0: so we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it helpful, then please share it with others that you think will find it useful too. Again, make sure to subscribe to both our podcast and YouTube channel with the same name, So You Want To Be A Vet, to be notified of when our next episode is released. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at So You Want To Be A Vet for exclusive quizzes, behind the scenes and updates on all things So You Want To Be A Vet and Vet Mentor. Remember to follow at VetMentor2 to learn more about the opportunities such as our interview skills workshops and our amazing summer school that will help you further your application to vet school. If you have any questions or thoughts, then please comment them below the Instagram post for this episode. And if you want to hear us discuss something, then please let us know. You can find our email address in the description. Thanks for listening. Take care.